Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina and Michelle. Today, Abby isn't feeling well, so unfortunately, she won't be joining us today. But I mean, I'm sure she'll be be joining us for the next one. So just bear with us today and the, the three of us should be back together soon. Yes. Um, okay, so what are you watching this week, Michelle? I know that you told me that you got sucked into a couple things. Yeah, well, first of all, I gotta give a disclaimer. I like was looking before we hopped on this, I was like, let me look on my DVR and see what I actually watched. I literally barely watched anything this week. And I think it's because I'm back at work. I'm juggling being back at work, having the baby at home, trying to find a nanny day and night. Like it's I just have not watched anything. So the two things that I did really um, watch this week and I enjoyed was one, I made a point when I was getting ready for work one morning and I watched Survivor and I'm still liking the season. Did you watch it this week? Yeah, I did. I did watch it this week. Um, I thought this episode was super interesting because there was so much going on that I had never really seen before. You know, like I am new-ish to the Survivor. I've probably seen half a dozen to a couple handfuls of 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 seasons because I've I've only been watching live since um 42 so 42 43 44 live and then I went back on Paramount Plus and I watched like a handful of seasons so there was some stuff this episode that happened that I in my mind was thinking has this happened before because you know there's 30 seasons that I haven't seen um so what were those things? Um, okay, so with the reward, um, um, they they decided to um, change their reward to a previous reward. And Jeff is like, "Oh yeah, you know, you can you can take because they got the fish, but they didn't have fire, so they didn't want the fish, so they traded it for <laughs> the basket of fruit." I liked- I liked how Cody was like, we'll just take the fish. And she was like, no, I was like, well, I'm not eating it raw. Like, what, what are you talking about? never had sushi, but it's like, okay, ha- ha- sushi grade fish where like you can actually eat it. Like it has to be like either so fresh or it has to be um, like frozen, like for, I can't remember like a week or two weeks or like it has to be like sushi grade fish in order to not get sick off of it has to be like high quality fish not just some random 10 fish that they're giving you in a game of survivor I thought that was hilarious right but um I didn't know is that has that always been is that like a known thing on survivor that you can change your reward to any previous one I mean, listen, I haven't watched every single season myself, so I really don't like remember a lot of these things, but I know, um, on Mary Ann's season, was that last season? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They traded, um, a reward for fishing gear too. Oh, I, but I, I, I can't remember anything outside of that. Interesting. Okay. So it must just be a thing that happens. And then also when part of, um, the like winning or whatever, um, was that they got to go to one of the other camps and take something from them. Is that something that usually happens? I've never seen that before, but I really love that, 
that element. I thought that was really cool. Well, yeah, because it like really bonded them as two tribes. Like they really got along with them and they seem to be working better in the next immunity challenge. It's no, that was the team they that was the team that they didn't help. Cause remember, um I was Carla was like, wow, we just got swindled by Cody. Um yes. I, we ended up giving out more than we should have. I can't believe yes. we did this, but her tribe was the one who went to okay. okay. That makes okay, that makes sense too. Okay. I was I don't know how that confused It's confusing for reason. Yeah. Okay. So what were your favorite parts of that episode? Well, that part was my favorite part when Cody went in there with his negotiation skills. And I love that he said like in sales, you never ask for what you actually want. You start high Mm -hmm. and try to meet closer to where you are versus closer to where they are. So I loved it. Yeah, that was awesome. I, Cody is one of my favorite people on this season. I think he's hilarious. I love him. Yep. I, I really love him too. He's one of my favorite people. I'm sad I didn't pick him. He's not on my um, fantasy team. Well, you can always swap for him. I, yeah, you're right. I could. I probably should have done that. <laughs> he's, like, he's a big character. Once I saw what a big character he was, I probably should have done that. That probably would have been a good move. Would you have anybody out so far that you would like want to leave your team? Uh, I don't have anyone out so far. No. Mm, I do. Who? um for survivor i have moira the first out oh rainbow bright yes 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 i loved her but yeah like her personality was so fun i wish we would have been able to see her longer yes i agree um and i kind of like i also kind of liked how they edited i gotta say um I was talking to Dylan after I watched the episode and I'm like Dylan I feel like such a a casual viewer again because I got played again I really thought Gio was gonna go home (laughs) I suck I used to be so good at being like okay it's gonna be this person but they're the they're getting me this year maybe I'm just like not thinking but they're getting me I think I think you'll get back there because if there's anything I know about you, it's that you're good at <laughs> fantasy reality TV and you, in order to be really good at that, you have to be able to have these, those kind of sense. And I know you have that in you. So I'm sure that it's just a couple episodes. Yeah. They're tr- they got me twice now. So <laughs> that's funny. So what else are you watching? So the other thing that I really got into uh, this week, and I was talking to Swaz a little bit about it, was The Mole on Netflix. There's eight episodes posted. I'm just started episode six. Okay. And it's a complete remake of the original Mole from the early 2000s. The first couple seasons were hosted, but maybe just the first season, maybe the first couple or the first season were hosted by Anderson Cooper. And it was like one of the first things I ever saw Anderson Cooper on. And he was such a good host. Interesting. Um, and then they did the celebrity yeah. mole and that was hosted by Ahmad Rashad and he was just so good too. He was really funny and good. So I love the show back when it aired back in the day. So when they Netflix said they were bringing it back, I was very excited. I went back and rewatched the two seasons that were on Netflix, which were the two celebrity mole seasons. Um, oh. And I'm loving the season so far. It's, 
it's I think Christina I think you'll really like it because there's like mission it's like kind of like the challenge in the sense that there's missions and then there's someone trying to sabotage the mission but you as the viewer don't know who that person is the people in the house don't know who that person is they have to figure out who is the person sabotaging then certain people are now sabotaging even though they're not the mole because they want people to think they are the mole and put the um, suspicion on themselves because at the end of every episode they have to take a quiz and the quiz is like questions like does the mole have any brothers what was the mole wearing tonight and you have to answer the questions to whoever you may think the mole is and the person who gets the least amount of questions right goes home so it's kind of beneficial to maybe put uh, suspicion on yourself so people vote for you when you're not so it's so complicated and strategic and it's really cool I'm loving the, the remake of it oh wow that sounds so interesting I'm definitely that's on my list of stuff to watch anyway but I was excited to hear you talk about it today because I haven't watched it yet and it's something that I am looking forward to so that that sounds like there's so many like different intricate details into what goes into what a reality star thinks like in in any any sense no matter what and so when you describe like something like the mole where it like has like even more of these fine details that just it really intrigues me so yeah I'm I'm looking forward to watching that for sure I think you will like it and you don't have to watch the earlier season. You can jump right in with this. They explain it perfectly. It's really good. That's awesome. Well done. It's for like, so the show, has- I watch a lot of horrible reality television shows. This one, I'm like, this is really well done. I'm, I really enjoy it. So do you have any favorites, like people that you like, people that you think are the mole? Like what, what are your thoughts six episodes in? I have three suspects. My, I don't, I don't want to say who they are because in case you're watching the show, it really ruins it. So I'm not going to say who they are. I have three suspects. My three suspects that I had from like the first two episodes are still in the game. So I do think I may know who it is out of my three people. But again, I'm only on episode six. There's eight up and I think there's a total of 10. So I could be wildly wrong. We'll see. Are there any people that you really like that like maybe you don't think that they're the mole, but you just like oh, this person's like really good reality TV. Like maybe they would be good on um, The Challenge or X on the Beach or, you know, like one of those shows that people kind of feed into. Yeah, um, I got to pull up their names because there's one guy I think would be really good on The Challenge. I think his name's Will, but hold on one second. Uh, Yeah, Will, he's... I, I was going to say he's a personal trainer, but he's not a personal <laughs> trainer. <laughs> uh, he, it says he trains like a professional athlete. So I, and he has a good personality too. Um, he's very competitive and he seems to not mind to call people out about things. So he, I think would be good on another show. Um, there, what there also is who else? Hmm. I'm sorry, I don't remember all their names off the top of my head. A guy named Dom. Oh my God, he he was he's one of the best. Like he's so genuine, genuine, and like really entertaining. Um, I don't know. I really I really liked him. And a girl named Avery is actually in real life. She's a professional gamer. So I thought that was really interesting. And 
I think that kind of gives her an edge on shows like these. Interesting. Yeah, because she has to think about um, like different situational things. Interesting. Yeah, and like the, the, some of the games on this show, like they're very strategic. So if you're good at like video, like I could see how it translates. I would have never thought of that, but that totally makes sense. Um, so is there anything else that you're watching or were those kind of the two shows that you've watched this week? I literally looked at my DVR and I'm like, wow, I deleted nothing. Everything's still on there. I flopped. I'm trying, I mean, I'm trying to keep up with amazing race. I'm behind on amazing race. Bachelor in paradise has totally dropped off for me. I did not even watch the challenge. I was going to try to watch it today and I just didn't even get a chance to do that. But I feel like I read so much about it on social media that I kind of know what happened. So you have to let me know what you thought, if you liked it or not. Okay, so the challenge premiere, I actually thought was pretty good for a premiere. Um, if you listened to any of our recap episodes on this podcast, you know that premieres typically are not my favorite episode. Um, <laughs> I just think that they go slow. Um, and I get why, because they have to introduce all of the new people. There's, or like, there's, there are things, like, I understand why it's slow. It's just not my favorite episode. But I thought that this one was really good. Um, I liked that. I think that like there was like this boat scene. I think that was a little long. I understand why it was long, I guess, because they wanted us to see that fight between Moral and Turbo. Oh, the opening scene. Yeah. I got through that. I got through that. That's all. That about all I saw. Okay. So, um, but like other than that, I feel like, um, I don't know. Um, it was, it was overall good. So one thing that was interesting and exciting and disappointing all at the same time is Nelson was the one that gave the toast. And as someone (laughs) who started watching the challenge because of, are you the one, like, that's exciting. You know, like I love Nelson, but like also, um, to not have anybody more veteran there than that. It's just kind of, it reminded me of last season when the Americans and the internationals were all split up and Kyle gave the toast. And she's like, I'm the, I'm the best one here. Like I'm the veteran here, whatever, you know? Oh yeah. It kind of gave me like those vibes. Now I know people said in, listen, I heard the toast was kind of left something to be desired, but, but maybe it was very Nelson as well, which is kind of perfect. Um, but I saw that people were saying Nelson, that Nelson gave a toast because he had done the most number of seasons. But in my head, I would have liked maybe a Laurel to give the toast, even though maybe yeah. Nelson did more seasons. She, to me, is more of a veteran. So I don't know the answer to this. So like, um, you know, Alan or Greg or if anybody is out there that knows the answer to this um, is has a woman ever given the toast? Good question. <laughs> so I feel like that could be why, which I'm not saying that's a good reason. It's kind of a terrible reason, but yeah, I totally agree with you. I would have, I would have much preferred someone like Laurel um, to give the toast or um, Honestly, I would even prefer like a Tory or over a Nelson just because. Oh my God. 
<laughs> okay. The reason that I say that is because it would make more sense. Because okay. like because she does the the podcast. Like she is she was a huge part of the doctor taught documentary. She is someone that they have given a voice to. Yeah, they're trying to make her the face of the show, right? Yeah. So like for those reasons, not because I like Tori more than I like Nelson. I like Nelson more than I like Tori. But I think that um, it would make more sense coming from a Tory than it would from a Nelson. I'm excited to see it because I, I saw people complaining left and right, but sure. I enjoy Nelson's. I, I love qualities. Nelson. It just kind of threw me off for him to be like the, <laughs> the, the, the main dude, if you will. Yeah. Um. But other than that, it was um, really, okay, so there's some shenanigans at play here, right? Yeah. So on the boat scene and in the backyard scene at the beginning, um, very briefly, like we're talking seconds, like this guy got less than a total of five seconds of screen time, probably. But we see someone um, whose name is James that... um, we talked about when we talked about departure um but we he was essentially cut out his and he was anisa's original partner so we've seen in previews that anisa comes in with jordan um wait so so where did you see james james is shown twice he's shown on the boat (gasps) very very like i'm talking seconds like he's like very briefly shown so anisa was on the boat yeah (gasps) oh my god and he's like in the backyard when they're like talking you know yeah or i guess you don't know because you didn't watch no Um, but but there's like this like when people first get to the house like after you know they find their rooms and everything and everybody's like like just talking there's like this very like brief scene um Gosh, I think it's Tori and Devin, maybe. But yeah, he's like very briefly shown. Like I'm talking like seconds. Like has anyone screenshotted it and posted it on Twitter? Yes. Oh, okay, I didn't see that. Both times. Okay. So um he is very, very briefly shown. So James, yes. So Anissa and James entered the game and were completely edited out. Um, so then we have like Casey and Kenny leaving for like some unknown reason, except for we know the reason because Casey thankfully is more open outside of the show and gives us more than she does on the show because she did an interview where she is open about the fact that both her and Kenny tested positive for COVID. And that's the second time this has happened to her, no? I think this is, like, yeah, but the first time was before departure, so she, like, never even left. This is, like, the first time that she's been taken from the game because of it. Um, But I think this is really interesting. I don't know what's true and what's not true specifically. I think they tried to do a little bit better at quarantine this year um, than they have in the past. I know that last season, you know, we had Amanda complaining about how the quarantine was only a week long and that's why they had to go back into second quarantine because people tested positive because they didn't wait long enough. Uh, Amanda said that on her Patreon last season, but um, 
Narice and Johnny and Olivia did an Instagram live where they said um, that they quarantined for two weeks. So I don't know if it was a full two weeks, but that is that is what they said. So I it it's weird to me that Casey and Kenny tested positive like literally like a day into filming because. If they're at the house and they didn't make it to the first daily challenge, then that's like literally one day. Casey is like very prone to getting COVID. Yeah. This should, she should be a case study because she was supposed to be on uh, Big Brother All-Stars or whatever too. And she got dropped because she, I, that was the rumor. She got was, dropped from, her, yeah, from having COVID. But that was the... Uh, Oh, that's what it was. She's never been dropped from the challenge because of COVID. It was Big Brother All-Stars. Yeah, yeah. So and I don't know. She's very wise to this. On this, that season of the challenge, because we were supposed to get a break of her and Josh because they were supposed to be on All-Stars. Yeah. I, okay. I'm piecing the puzzle pieces back together now. But anyways, so um, they um, leave because they have COVID which is really interesting. And I wonder how many days are like in between whatever happens, because if you watch the trailers and the previews to this season, you see that like we see Casey. So we know that at some point she comes back in some capacity, because how are we seeing her in these future daily challenges if she's gone for good, right? But yeah. I'm curious what the circumstances for that will be and how they'll try to make it seem like it's fair. You know what I mean? Well, right. And if she tested positive for COVID, then like you kept her for 10 days. Did you keep her for 10 days? Did yeah. you keep her for five days? Because right. people are going back to work after five days. So it's interesting to me that the, they would have made the quarantine longer to two weeks when like, at least in the United States, it's people are going back to work after five days now. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm it, the whole COVID thing is just so interesting to me. But um, so we have Casey and Kenny who left the game. Um, that's where we're at right now. We have Anissa and her original partner just being completely cut out. Um, and then because Casey and Kenny are such like, interesting people that are going to bring um so much substance to the game they decided that they needed to bring in two replacements to replace them <laughs> oh really i could barely get through that sentence because that's not true oh my god <laughs> i hope you all sensed my absolute sarcasm there yeah because <laughs> they because kc is not a very interesting person i mean she, I mean, she is i feel like outside of the game more than she is in the game if that makes yeah, sense. she's so guarded when she's on these shows. Yeah. And so, um, but so they bring in Olivia and Horatio and Nam and Emmy to replace Casey and Kenny. And um, I think it's interesting that it made it seem like they were replacing just Casey and Kenny, because obviously, like, we know and the cast knows that the reason that they brought in two teams is because they were also replacing Anissa and her partner. And why, what happened with James? Did he have COVID as well? Or so James literally got cut out because they wanted Jordan to be on the show. Okay. That's what I thought. That's really, so, really mean. How mean. Ah. 
So essentially, yeah. So they go back into the second quarantine because of COVID and because they have time basically because of this, because he wouldn't have been cut out if they were, if there was no second quarantine, I don't think they would have been able to do that. They would not have pulled Anissa from the game because she would be in the game. She would have competed in that first daily challenge if there was no second quarantine. So because Casey and Kenny got COVID, basically, um, Naya and Jordan were supposed to be partners um, and come into the game late. And they were supposed to be their ride or dies. But um, Naya, she got sick, which I actually um, screenshot something about this a couple of days ago. Let me pull it up here. That story was crazy, Naya. What, what, she, what happened to her? um okay i wonder how many days ago this actually was that i took this screenshot it seems like just the other day but i was it a screenshot explaining uh the story of what happened to her yeah it was it was it was her what she like exactly said about it and I yeah, don't want that would be good because that I that I couldn't believe that story of what like she went through. This is I swear this was like more recent. It was it was like I know it was related to vaping, right? Yes. Yeah, which I'm not super familiar. I'm I'm not super familiar with vaping, so I guess I didn't quite understand the whole thing. Um yeah, which is why I'm trying to find this because I don't want to misspeak. But yeah. but I think about how cool it would have been to have her on this season. With Jordan, oh my God. Worry, it would have been okay. This is what she says. She says, um, I was so devastated that I couldn't go. She's talking about being on this season of season 38. It yeah. was a dream of mine to run it with Jordan after all these years. And I cost myself that because of vaping. Shake my head. If y'all know anyone vaping, please please encourage them to stop. It caused blood clots in my lungs that sent me to the hospital twice. And my doctor said, uh, had I not caught them, it could have been fatal. All vapes are extremely harmful, by the way, whether occasional use or constant. Please learn from my mistakes. We'll definitely talk more about my experience soon. But I haven't heard her talk anything about it. But, um, yeah, I thought that... um, that was just like also important just to get out there too what she had to say about it. So originally Naya and Jordan were supposed to be partners. And so because Naya was in the hospital because of this incident, um, she couldn't go. She was not medically, medically cleared. And honestly, like probably thank God she had medical checking her to go on this show, or maybe they wouldn't have even caught it. Wow. Uh, What a good point. Um, but yeah, so, um, as we know, Jordan and Anissa enter the game together later, but that's kind of why Anissa and her partner were cut out. Um, Olivia and Horacio enter the game. As we know, we saw them a ton in the, in the previews. So um, clearly they have a big role this season. 
Um, when we had the bar scene in this episode, we see her really talking to Nelson, um, and they seem like maybe they're getting close. So, um, yeah, all of that is, um, so interesting. And there's actually like, so Scott and Derek talk about this on their challenge mania, um, bonus Patreon podcast. And there's an episode like literally dedicated to all of this. And I really wanted to listen to it before we recorded today so that I'd have like even more insight than what, um, I do about the situation, but I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't, um, that's not one of the ones that I've listened to, but I plan on listening to it. So if there's anything, um, that I missed or misinterpreted or anything like that, that they have to say on their podcast, I will let you guys know about that next week. Um, but also they're a great podcast, so check them out too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they really, they really go behind the scenes in that, in their Patreon, which it is like $15 for the most basic level. But if you're into bonus podcasts and you you have an extra $15 a month, then I think that it's, um, a decent one to, to have, especially if you, um, watch survivor or you like WWE because, um, they also cover stuff like that too on their Patreon. I was just listening to the Danny McRae episode. I know that's probably old news at this point, but I thought it was really well done. Yeah. I, and the way that like, there's like so much admiration between since Danny was a challenge fan and like just the way that he talks to Derek in that episode. It's, it's really cool. I know when I was listening to that, I was like, I wonder if we could get Kiki to come on the podcast with us. Cause she seems to watch all these shows and know everything. <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. I have not. <laughs> hey, if you want to slide into her DMS, if you want to slide into anybody's DMS, you can, but if you want to slide into her DMS, I would be down for that. Um, I, that's what I was thinking. Cause the way he talked about Kiki, I'm like, Oh, she's got some hot takes. I can tell. Cause it seems like she gets really into it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and she did appear on very briefly on the, um, official challenge podcast. Um, when last season with Javon and Devin, um, when Danny was on that episode. Oh, okay. I didn't listen to that one. It was like very brief. I want to say she was on for maybe like 10 minutes, but maybe, maybe five, but she did make an appearance and talk a little bit. Uh, so then obviously we have Johnny and Raven who won the daily challenge, which was awesome. I really, um, enjoyed the fact that they won. I mean, obviously like we're probably the only podcast out there that recapped the entire season of All Star Shore. Everybody, <laughs> I was pulling for Johnny there, so it was it was cool for me that they they were able to win this first daily, and I I think it's awesome because even if they do have a target on their back going forward, um, I think that um, if they're gonna bring any rookies back next season the rookies who came out the gate swinging and winning are the ones that they're going to bring back. So that makes me super excited for Johnny. Listen, I think he makes great TV. So good. Yeah, for him. And he's making out the first episode. I mean, whoever has Johnny in fantasy, man, they, they got some points this week. Oh yeah. That was a good pick. Yeah. Really good pick. Um, so they decide that they're going to go after the vets. 
so this was also really interesting. Okay, so the way that they have the uh, eliminations set up, so the winner has to name four teams that they want to go into elimination, which is crazy because I feel like that's putting so many cards on the table. Oh, my God, yeah. So, yeah, so they had to nominate four teams. So they decided that they wanted to nominate Colleen and Kim because they don't know them that well. They're the rookies that they have the least amount of connection with, but also they wanted to throw a rookie um, pair up there so that they didn't look like they were just targeting the vets, even though I think it was still pretty obvious they wanted to, like, throw that in because they don't know the format. They don't know what's going on. And so that way it kind of makes it seem like they're throwing them a bone just a little bit. Got it. So they, th- they put their names up. They put Laurel and Jack's name, Tori and Devin and um, Kayla and Sam. So one thing that we didn't really get to see much of on um, like on the show, they didn't air it but i listened to the official challenge podcast and unfortunately davon and devin were not there this episode it was just tori and anisa which was kind of disappointing i was really hoping it would be all four of them um but they interviewed raven and johnny and raven and johnny um some of the light that they shed on that podcast that we didn't get to see is that when um johnny and um narice were hooking up um this kind of upset raven because like johnny was her crush and she kind of thought that they were gonna go in like as a showmance and yeah and then he's and apparently like what happened was that a week before um departure there was a party um in Santa Monica, which I want to check these dates so bad and see if it lines up to like one of Cyrus's parties, because it feels like it must have, or maybe like it was, um, the all-stars premiere. Actually that, that sounds right to me, but I'd have to go back and look at dates, but, um, they were at some like reality party. And at that party, they made out by the bathroom. Who, who's they? Johnny and Norris. Oh, not Johnny and Raven. Okay, cool. A Got week it. before foot departure. Got so it. Okay. When they saw each other on the plane, apparently Johnny claims he doesn't remember it, but Norris came came up to him and was like, hey, do you remember us like making out or whatever like a week ago? And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, now that you mention it, I do. But like he, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny something else okay I know right I know and then it's like in my head I'm like okay so I want to know the timeline like when did all-star short end when did you get done with Beth and when did this Norris thing start like when does Raven come into all of this but apparently like their relationship going in they'd never um had sex before but they'd made out they'd cuddled they'd done you know like other things besides sex but like they'd never crossed that line but Raven like thought going in that they would have um a a showmance and johnny said that one of the reasons that he chose her is because um for his ride or die was because she is athletic 
and um she is good she's like versatile and good at like many different things and also because she's a fan of the challenge and he knew that so he thought that that would be an advantage going in having someone who knew the backstory and the game um than having a partner that like um like shannon that we saw on you know on on challenge right didn't really know anything right so that's why he picked raven and so um she was upset. I'm sorry. This was such a tangent on that. Um, she was upset. And, um, one of the people that comforted her, comforted her the most during that time, um, when Johnny and Norris were hooking up was Tori. So she was really close with some of the vets. Okay. So, um, they knew pretty much from the jump that if they were going to have to throw in one team, that it was going to be Kayla and Sam, even though they put up um, Jack and Laurel and they put up uh, uh, Tori Devin. Devin. I think yeah. if they got to choose both teams, that it would have been Jack and Laurel in the elimination, not Tori and Devin. But it, that's not the way that it went. What happened, I keep, for, I keep almost forgetting that you didn't watch. Um what happened was that they nominated these four teams, they get to the elimination, and they have to choose one team to go into elimination, and they choose Kayla and Sam. And part of the reason why they did that is because um, Raven sees Kayla as a strong competitor. Um, she knows because she's a fan that Kayla just made it to the final in All-Stars 3. Yeah. Um, and she thinks that the dynamic of Kayla and Sam as like a couple and the fact that they are renovating houses together and they do things that involve teamwork every single day in their daily life made them more of a threat adding in the fact too that they became in second in um the daily challenge that's that's why they chose Kayla and Sam oh wow so the other three teams um, then had to go to a dagger pull. So um, we have Tori and Devin, they pulled their dagger and it is blank. And then we have um, Laurel and Jack pull their dagger and it's blank. And Laurel is so excited that her da- dagger is blank because she thinks that means that she's safe from elimination. So okay. Then, so then Colleen and Kim are last and both like, Tori and Devin and, and specifically Laurel, she just kind of jumps the gun a little bit, I think. Um, I think that it's going to be Colleen and Kim going in because they're going to pull like a dagger that means you go in, like a shorter one or yeah. blood or something like that. But instead, they pull a dagger and it has the word safe written on it. Oh, wow. You can't make that up. That was pretty poetic. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. I like that uh, way of doing things. That's going to be a lot of strategy into who your nominations are, huh? So then, yeah. So then Colleen and Kim get to choose one of the two other teams that are also safe with them. And the team that they don't choose is the team that's going into elimination. Wow. So because Colleen and Kim are. Um, also like side note on Colleen really fast. It was also interesting because she told everybody, she didn't tell anybody that she was from the mole. She didn't tell anybody that she was the mole. She didn't tell anybody anything. 
she about what she actually did to get on reality TV. She told everybody she was on Love Island. And <gasps> wow, I love that. <laughs> except for Jack here, Laurel's partner, does his research, does his homework. He is, he is us when it comes to like investigating <laughs> these people. He goes, and so when he goes into like the interrogation, that is his leverage. He's like, oh no, 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 I don't like Colleen because she's lying. She says that she was on Love Island, but she was on the mole. And wow. so, so Johnny and Raven are like the only other people at this point that they've told that to. So I'm really interested to see how that um, potentially blows up in her face later on. But yeah, so that's- oh my God, I love, okay. I love that you said she's from Love Island because all we saw on Challenge USA was people being like, oh, they're from Love Island, like whatever. They're just yeah. from Love Island, well, like kind of discrediting them. So that was a good strategy. <laughs> yeah. So she's like trying to make it seem like she's like lesser than what she really is. She's like, I don't want people to know that I lied my way to the finish line and won. Yeah, that's great. And oh, so, I think I like her. Yeah. And so um, they decide that because um, they don't have any allies in this games that they think they should um, stick with um like have the rookies backs so because laurel is paired with jack who is a rookie they choose to save jack and laurel which is funny because jack's the one that totally threw them under the bus but then you hear hear jack like in his confessional like at first i wasn't sure about colleen and kim but they saved us so like now i'm on their side or something yeah so funny and so because they decide to to um save the other rookie jack and his partner laurel um, Tori and Devin are then sent into elimination um, against Kayla and Sam. And the elimination is this like kind of like a pinball thing ish, but it's, it's not pinball, but like like a maze where, you know, like they have the balls and you have to get out the certain holes and stuff. Yes. Um, like by like moving it around. That's that's what the elimination was. And Kayla made like such a great point. I don't know if this is like a hundred percent true about Devin actually having it in his living room. It probably isn't, but she made a joke in her confessional about how am I supposed to, to beat a guy when this is literally a game that he has in his living room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It was, it was funny, but um, unfortunately Kayla and Sam get sent home, which was the biggest disappointment of the episode for me because obviously I'm a huge Kayla fan. I really wish she would have stuck around longer, especially knowing that Veronica comes in, um, knowing that Jordan comes in, knowing that Nani comes in, these people that she played alongside and did well with on All-Stars 3. It's just, it's really sad that um, even Kayla, Kayla would be a great one to have given that toast over, uh, over Nelson. At least she's real world representation. That would have made more sense to me. And she was yeah. on All-Stars. That, that mm -hmm. would have given the toast. It should have been Laurel or it should have been Kayla. Okay. I can, I, I can get behind that. I agree with you. And I'm uh, sorry your favorite's gone. It just goes to show you, like, there's such an element of luck on these shows sometimes because she went from being a finalist to being first gone you know like mm -hmm. such an element of luck yeah so I actually saw I think it was Alan Alan Aguirre he posted a stat that actually said or maybe it was challenged stats I can't remember but one of them said that this is the third time that um Kayla has gone on gone home in the first or second episode oh okay so that's it's it, really a really interesting stat to know that she's gone home so early on and she's also such a name 
Because does that I, count? When, does it count when she was got off for fighting final, Alyssa? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is counted, counted in final reckoning. Yeah. And then but I think the other one is invasion, right? Uh huh. Yep. Yep. So, um, so yeah, so that's sad, but also like, I do know spoilers. So I knew Kayla was out, but even if I didn't know spoilers, Kayla and her husband, they renovate on Costa Bird all the time. And I follow, I, I, I love their Instagram, um, for their renovating just because like they show you everything that they do on there. And it's just, it's so cool. And, um, they were back to renovating like two weeks into filming. And I was like, Oh no, it wasn't true. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I understand it too at the same time because they do work together on projects and teamwork and team building every single day. So there isn't as far as like teamwork and figuring out how to do something that might be frustrating. There isn't a team that is more prepared for that than Kayla and Sam. Yeah. It's, and it sucks when your favorite goes home first. Yeah. And then also, sorry about that. That sucks. I know it really does. And, but also I thought it was interesting in like the little intro episode, the episode zero that aired on Monday. I Um, watched that. I did watch that. Okay, so Veronica, she goes, and Kayla brought her husband this season. And then I like think in my head, I'm like, oh my God, Veronica wasn't even there when Kayla was there. She didn't even get to compete with her. And here she is talking about how, what a great connection they had on um, All Stars 3. Great acting on Veronica's part there, making everybody think that we were going to see them together. I, I know that. <laughs> I got to say that little preview had its moments of like bad acting um Anissa like talking about oh well I know this person from blah 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 okay Anissa sure you do like the most obscure people um it was there was some questionable acting on that (laughs) and then also with that too um I hate and I and maybe if they would have lasted longer we would have seen more of this but I hate that they did not mention at all not one time that Sam was on the same season of X on the Peak as Laurel and Jack. Laurel and Jack are partners because they met on that show and they don't mention that Sam was on that same show with them. Did they not mention it on the Wednesday episode either? No. Oh, okay. But for those who know, when Sam and Kayla walk away, you kind of see Laurel like put her hands on her heart and like, you know, show emotion that she's sad that they're leaving. And I don't think she said that Kayla's leaving. I think she said that Sam's leaving. Okay, interesting. But yeah, so that's kind of um, this week of the challenge. I also watched um, Bachelor in Paradise this week. And I thought that this was really interesting because they showed a lot of Ashley and Jared's screen time. Um, they had Ashley and Jared go on a date. They ha- they showed them um, on their first night in like the, um, they slept in the boom, boom room or whatever. And the first night they like show like that they didn't have sex because Ashley just like, can't stop farting all night. And oh my God, it's so real. And like, then, um, the next like night they, they're like, we can't like, Ashley's like, I can't leave paradise without like having sex because she's like known as being like the virgin. Now she's married so she can have sex and whatever. So, was this uh, filmed after she had the baby? Yeah. So that's, yeah. Okay. And that's like part of their story and why they're there is that they haven't had this alone time 
yeah the baby that's what I that's what I was trying trying to piece that together okay cool yeah. got it so that's like part of their story and why they're there supposedly which really they're there because they want to bring somebody back but the reason why yeah that's their story and so it's, and then so like the second night they end up like actually doing it and it's just like funny because like Jared's like that's marriage for you like the first night you know you like you you can't stop farting and the next night you have sex (laughs) it's just it was just I don't know funny and relatable I think to like any couple who's been in in a long-term relationship and um I don't know it was funny and then um yeah but they got like a crazy amount of screen time like if you look at bachelor data I can't, I'm, I'm not going to look up the exact minutes, but I want to say that like their screen time one night was like 17 minutes and the second most highest person was like eight or something like that. So they I saw people complaining about like, why are they showing them so yeah. much? I mean, yeah. Why are they showing them so much and not like the couples, but also it makes me wonder, okay. So one of the things that I had in my reality TV news for the week, um, is that, um, uh, they extended Bachelor in Paradise six episodes. So now that they're extended six episodes, I think that they're able to put in more of this stuff that they wouldn't have. So there's 16 episodes to the season now, which is the most that there has ever been in Bachelor in Paradise history. Um, so that's exciting because I love VIP, but also I think that it lets us see like more of these little things too. So we saw that. And then the Sally situation was crazy. Sally came down to paradise and she finally gets there after missing three planes and Genevieve and Shanae are just like kind of mean girls towards her to the point where she decides that she wants to leave. She's in paradise for literally a couple hours. It's crazy. Um, So Kira gets eliminated. Kira comes back for Jacob, but Jacob has already since gone on um, a one-on-one date with Jill and they're really hitting it off so he tells her that like he likes Jill and he goes and he's with Jill and so Kira's like leaving the beach and then Romeo goes running after her and they talk and she he tells her that he made a mistake of giving his rose to Jill and not her and then they make out and he ends up leaving the beach with with Kira and um yeah so this this week of Bachelor in Paradise was pretty crazy we also had Sierra self-eliminate Sierra self-eliminated because Michael decided that um it was just not he had fun with her he liked her he enjoyed her but it just it wasn't it wasn't right and so um you know like Sierra was kind of maybe getting ahead of herself and like talking about like what a great stepmom she would be and stuff like that. And it just like really made him like, he's like, I'm not ready for her to be in the role that she's putting herself in. And so he broke up with her and she decided that if she wasn't going to be with him, she didn't want to be there. So she went home. It was a crazy week. It was a crazy week. Um, But one of the biggest things that I want to talk about I did not listen to this week's episode of Bachelor Happy Hour. I um, It's one that I still need to listen to, but I meant to mention this last week and I totally forgot last week they had Michael on. And um, one thing that they've been doing for the whole time they've been doing 
um, this podcast is they give a rose and a thorn of every episode. They like what they didn't like, you know? And um, what they started doing um, like a week ago is, or maybe it was two weeks ago, is they started also doing a rose of thorn and a resource. So they give um, really ever since that, that um, after the final rose, when they didn't mention the blackface, after that, they started giving a resource. And so they've mentioned um, different documentaries. You can watch different podcasts. I actually... Um, did listen to one of the podcasts that they recommended. Um, Michelle was recommending an episode about Kaepernick and about like the whole, like taking a knee thing during the national anthem. And I I did actually listen to that and it was, it was really good and informative. And um, then it doesn't have to be just about race though. Like when Michael was on, obviously his, his wife had died of cancer. So he gave um, resources about um, like a, a cancer, uh, foundation or whatever. And so it's really cool that they do that. So like for, for that reason, I just, I really wanted to shout out bachelor happy hour. Cause, um, I think they're doing a really great job. Um, not only with the interviews and getting to know more of the story, but also in what they're doing with just trying to educate people. I love that they do that. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Anything else you want to say about shows before we just kind of jump into to some news here quick? No, I think I think I covered everything I was kind of into. Okay, so I'm going to start with our 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 reality and uh, reality TV and pop culture news segment um, by talking actually a little bit about our fantasy and giving everyone just a little bit of a fantasy update. So. In our challenge league, I am so impressed with everybody for really like jumping on board. And I mean, I know obviously Paul isn't doing his league this year, which is a big reason why um, so many people joined. But also, um, you know, I've had people message me for some swaps already. And um, just like getting behind us as a podcast too and supporting us and uh, I also, you know, want to thank Scott and Challenge Mania for um, donating um, some prizes, sticker packs to us. I know Scott actually um, DM'd me yesterday and told me that they were in the mail. So I should be getting those um, soon for the season to be able to give out. Yeah. And um, we had 78 people join this league. That's awesome. And people can still join, right? Like it's only been one episode, so you could still join. You could still make up ground and you have an advantage because you're not going to pick the people who went out first. So, and yeah. And not only are you not going to pick the people who went out first, but also you get to know, I did this one year on accident for a survivor fantasy league. I accidentally missed week one and I didn't win, but I feel like I had an advantage and I did pretty well um because i was able to watch that first episode and i was able to see the dynamic in some of the people and the way that the season was kind of going based on episode 1 yeah so if you haven't joined you can still join there's still time um to get and it's just fun and if you do get um first second or third we do have prizes for that and yeah so we have 78 people um signed up right now for the challenge fantasy league right now in first place 
we have Justin P in second place. We have Rebecca M in third place. Okay, so I'm going to ask Michelle Lopez. I think she might have two teams, or are there two Michelle L's? Because, oh. because in third place, I have a Michelle L, and okay. her team name is one of the Michelles. But in fourth place, I have Michelle L. Yvette, which I know is her what she normally goes by on in the fantasies. Oh, then I think there's probably two Michelle L's. Wow. So, yeah, and she's right until he dies. So, and she's in fourth place. So that's, I don't know. I mean, I, when I saw that yesterday, I meant to, to send her a message, but, um, I didn't. No, I think there, there probably is. I think there's another Michelle L. Wow. Interesting. But there are, cause when I made, so I made a sp spreadsheet because for everybody, you can have two swaps, um, during, during this season, but in order to swap a player, um, the admin has to manually do it. And so in order for, for you to get your swap, you have to contact, um, you're supposed to contact our Instagram or our Twitter page and DM us in order to do that. And I did see when I made the spreadsheet, because I put everybody in alphabetical order, that there are, are like two people, there's like somebody who definitely has two, two names. And then there's somebody, I don't know, I guess I don't need to find it. Um, and like actually call that person out. But there's somebody who, who literally has two name two, two two teams and her second team is like literally like um like is named like whatever's name second team <laughs> oh so like somebody's like really trying to get in there and and try so wow. yeah, so there are like uh, there are at least two people that I'm aware of it, that have two teams which I feel like you should maybe only be able to have one, but I don't well, know. I, think, I was going to say, I think you probably in the future will make that a rule. Yeah. But I guess maybe Paul didn't have that as a rule. So I, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people that joined this league um, did that. So, yeah. So there's, there's two people, maybe three, if Michelle has, has two teams, but yeah, I thought that was, um, yeah, interesting, I guess. So we had, well, I, so I guess that means we really have 75 people or 76 people that joined our league, but there are 78 teams in our league, which is awesome. And I actually have um, one of my friends, Jody. she plays every year and her um, boyfriend type person, he works with me and we got him to join this year and they came over for the premiere and so oh, fun. we got Brent to join this year and yeah, so it was, it's going to be fun for me. Cause I like actually have people in my real life too, besides just, you know, like you guys that are doing the, um, the fantasy this year too. So I'm super excited for that. Um, I made, um, a huge noob mistake and I left Jordan in my lineup for episode one. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. That was, a, that was a mistake. Well, I'm sure you'll bounce back. Um, so I'm in 19th place. I don't know. Uh, you're in 30th place. Yeah. And then 
Um, Abby is in 53rd place. So that's our top three. And then also where we fall in the standings. Um, but I kind of made a joke about this, but like me and Michelle are not eligible for prizes this, this um, season. And we typically do pretty well. So if you want fantasy advice, I would say feel free to reach out to us because, um, you know, like maybe even that's something we can talk a little bit about on future episodes too, but um, we're pretty good at this, I'd say. I always, I mean, to give some free advice, I always read in the guide what the listings say. I'll look and see mm -hmm. what clips have been posted on social media. Right. I kind of do a little deep dive when I have the time. Then there's weeks like this where I put Jordan in when I knew damn well he wasn't even going to be in the episode. <laughs> yeah, same. Totally same. But yeah, that's what I do too. I go to the Twitter and I look at all the previews um, and I read the episode description. I watch like the next on the challenge um, from the episode before. And I, I, I look at all that stuff when it comes to who's going to be featured in the next episode. Yep. Um, so if we move down to our Survivor Fantasy League, um, we have 22 people in that one. Um, our top three in that, Peter is still in first. JP has made his way up to second. Um, Steven is in third. Um, I'm in sixth. Michelle, you are in ninth. And Abby is in 17th. And then in our Bachelor in Paradise League, we actually only have eight people in that league, which I feel like was kind of my fault. I really dropped the ball in that league and made it like two days before the <laughs> two days before it started. But um, we did get eight people to join. Um, in first place, we have Swaz. In uh, second place, we have Michelle Lopez. And third is Peter. I'm in fourth. Um, Abby is in seventh and Michelle is in last place. Oh yeah. My Michelle is not bringing it. I don't know. Like if you need to make a swap, you get, <laughs> you get three swaps for bachelor in paradise. Um, one swaps for survivor and two swaps for the challenge. Um, I gotta say my problem is I don't know any of these people. I haven't been watching the episodes, so I really dropped the ball. I think it's I funny think because Swaz like literally has, over double your points i know oh he's killing it though so i he i i don't know who's gonna win there's still you know a lot of season left but um yeah he's he's doing he's killing it this season that's his show okay my goal is to get out of the last place i'll have to take a look <laughs> um i'm sure you can do it and there's okay. there's still a lot of season left so aside from the the um fantasy update that I, I wanted to give everyone. We have some other reality TV news. Um, with that um, Bachelor in Paradise adding six episodes, we actually switched the swap deadline because it is extended to week five. So if you want to swap any players, you have until the week five is your last week to do so after week five. So um, we, I think I previously had it like six episodes, which would have made it end after week three, but which would make it end like now, but the way that it's all laid out with two episodes happening per week and it getting extended, 
um, six episodes. I think that there's just so many people left to walk in that I wanted to give everybody a couple more weeks to make those swaps. So um, if you are interested in that, make sure, I mean, you can get three swaps here. So take take advantage of that and, and utilize that to make your your team even stronger than it already is for some of you and, and stronger for, for those like, like you, Michelle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, aside from that, we see that I saw um, that Teresa's brother, Michael, Teresa from the challenge, um, her brother, Michael is on the real love boat. Okay. Have you watched that show at all? I have not either but I saw the same thing and that made me want to watch the show because Teresa is probably one of my top three girls that were ever on the show I love her so much so I kind of want to watch and see how he is on the show yeah um and I think that CBS is a genius for the way that they put the real love boat in it's like literally if you watch Survivor, you, it's Survivor and then The Real Love Boat and then Amazing Race. And I know a lot of people watch both Survivor and The Amazing Race. And I know a lot of people I saw on social media were like up in arms that those two are not back to back anymore. But it totally mm-hmm. makes sense that they put this show sandwiched between them if they want people to watch it. I know. I, I, that's a bold move for them to do because the, the Amazing Race and Survivor viewer overlaps a lot. So, <laughs> and they're trying to get those people to watch the real love boat. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's a bold move. Yeah. But it's, it makes sense. And honestly, I'm here for it because I don't watch the amazing race. I have them all on my DVR. So like eventually I'm going to have to binge that or the mole, or maybe I'll do both of them at the same time. We'll see. But, um, if I did watch both, I would, I would watch the real love boat because I would want to get to amazing race. Yeah. Uh, and I would have to say, just trying to think about it. I think amazing race has been on for a million and one seasons. People who watch amazing race are going to find and watch amazing race, whether it's at nine or it's at 10. So I think they felt comfortable kind of making that change, knowing like their audience is loyal. Like they're Mm going to come find the show, even if it's at 10. Yeah, I think, I think that's true. Um, I would be interested to see how the ratings did. I haven't looked into it at all. Um, Oh, I was looking at it before. So Survivor gets like 5 million. Then there's a big dip off for Love Boat. It was like 1.9, I want to say. And I probably should pull it up so I don't misspeak. But then Amazing Race was something closer to like 2.3 or 2.4 million. So there is a big dip for Love Boat. But what does it normally do? Like, was it was it previously doing four million and now it did two point three? Or no, I think it's it's holding steady pretty much. Okay, is what it said. Here I have it right now. C- CBS did five million. Love Boat did one point nine. Amazing Race held steady with two point four million. So interesting. Okay, well that's good that it's not losing any of its viewers and it still is bringing, it sounds like the majority of those viewers to the real love boat. If the only different 1.9 and 2.3 or 2.4, like it's not that different, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's good for them then that they, I mean, they lost love Island. So I think they're looking for a replacement and right. They want to make this show work. I don't blame them. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, okay. So jumping around here just a little bit, um, 
Jordan and Wes got the availability call for All Stars 4 while they were on Kyle's Instagram story. Um, I thought that was really interesting that I just randomly saw that one day. Um, but you see somebody like, oh, are you with him? And then handing the phone to Wes and, and um, Jordan, Wes and Kyle all hung out over the weekend. So, um, yeah, so. I also, if you want to see the video, I posted this on both our Instagram and our Twitter page, but um, Jordan and Wes got the call for All-Stars 4 while on Kyle's Instagram story. That was, that video cracked me up. Oh my God. It was good. I, I'm really, it was, it wasn't even an Instagram live. It was an Insta story. So I'm really surprised that Kyle posted that, but I also love that he posted it and I love that he knows what it was going to do. Yeah. Um, another piece of reality TV news, uh, Peter and Kelly are officially back together. Um, they both have now posted each other on their Instagrams. Um, they, Peter posted, um, a picture of him like holding Kelly at a baseball game and Kelly posted something about like, who would have thought I would not have or something like that about you know them getting back together so um peter and kelly from the bachelor are officially back together um yeah i don't i don't know that's peter his bachelor season was like a mess and kelly part of me wants to be like you're better than that like she's she's a lawyer she's like put together she has this family that is like super wealthy and well off and I think she can do better than Peter but it's always like so interesting to me when I see Kelly in in the headlines because like it just like also makes me feel like Okay, so I don't know if I've, if you remember this or if I've told you this, but me and Kelly are Eskimo sisters. Oh, I, I'm like, I don't know who this person is. So that's why I really didn't have much to chime in, but I, you have told me this story before. So, yeah. So my ex, uh, Jay, when he lived in Florida, he used to be friends with her brother. Oh. And yeah. And so, um, Kelly was his younger sister and they apparently would like email each other so that her brother wouldn't find out instead of like text and call I don't know oh my god but yeah so it's always like <laughs> whenever I see like a Peter and Kelly headline it just like makes it I don't know like it's like real because she like it makes like it makes her seem like she's just a real person you know totally yes <laughs> but yeah so that's my that's my uh I don't know part of me feels like I like shouldn't even like but it is like also huge in bachelor news because Peter was the bachelor Kelly didn't even make his final four Kelly's the one that made the huge impression on his mom. Kelly's the one that he dated after the show. And she wasn't even in this final four. It's crazy. Wow. She was like in his I top six. She was in his top six. 
<laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. They are back together. And um, I think that's like the biggest bachelor news that I've seen. And I know that all the bachelor podcasts like clickbait and almost famous, like they're reporting on it too. So um, it, it is big bachelor news. Um, and then I guess in like a completely different realm of reality TV, we usually talk about all these like dr- dramatic, like competition shows that are like, um, love or like challenge big brother survivor, you know, like stuff like that. Um, but Blake Shelton announced that he will be leaving the voice. He will not be on the next season of the voice. Um, he is the only coach that has appeared on all 22 seasons over the last 12 years. And, um, yeah, so the original coaches were Blake Shelton, Adam Levine, Christina Aguilera, and CeeLo Green. And, um, Christina has, uh, taken breaks and come back. Um, CeeLo was only on for like the first, like three or four seasons. Um, yeah, I forgot he was even on you saying that I'm like, who was the other one? Wow. Okay. Yep. And then, um, Adam Levine, he was on for up until Maroon 5 was on tour. And so, yeah. And so it's Blake Shelton was the the last original coach and he's, you know, done 22 seasons and, you know, when she also is one who has appeared and come back. So I'm sure that Blake will come back in the future. I doubt he's like done, done, but, um, he is for now taking a break from the show. But how much more can the show do? My God, like, I don't know. I'm not, I can't, I don't know. Listen, I love Gwen Stefani so much and I try to watch it for her just because I love her so much. And I just, it's like the same shit every season. There's like only so much. Yeah, so when the voice- And no one gets famous. Like it it would be one thing if people were becoming superstars. I'd be like, wow, this is a great show. Like nothing happens to the winner. So there's no stakes for me. I mean, at least not since the beginning seasons. I know I don't really listen to country a whole lot, but I do have friends that do. And from what I've heard, Cassidy Pope is a pretty big ish country name. And she was the winner of, I think, season two, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I used to love this show. The first like 10 seasons I, I watched every season. I used to love the show. It used to be my show that when I was doing homework or when I was like doing something, I always had it on in the background. I loved it. And I started to tune in. I watched like the first three episodes, maybe this season. Cause I wanted to see, um, Camille Cabello on it. Yeah. She's a coach this season. And I think that she is based on the first three seasons going to do her first three episodes, going to do a really good job, but um, I mean, I watched so many other shows. I just haven't had time to like bench and catch up or anything yet. But um, it, it is a show that I used to like really enjoy. But you're right. Part of the reason why I stopped watching it is because it is like the same thing every season. And oh, my God, I used to get so into it, though. The the <laughs> fantasy is the first fantasy reality TV that I ever played. Shut up. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So- yeah. So, and, and I was really good at that too. And you don't know, know the winner until live at the ending, just to like also make, yeah, <laughs> make that clear because, because that does, it, it is a difference in a show that's like pre-filmed, you know? I completely agree. 
but, but we've yeah. done well in both because I did well for Big Brother. We didn't know what was going to happen with Big Brother. So That's true. I mean, and you, there are no survivor spoilers either. And yeah, so yes, you're totally right. We have done well in both. But um, yeah, that was that was my first experience with reality TV fantasy was was the voice. And um, I will say it's interesting because I feel like so much of the voice was like the rivalry and relationship between Blake and Adam or whatever and now that's gone so I wonder how it will what will be the new thing well this season it's like it's the first season that Blake and and Gwen have done since they're married oh okay so they have like that little yeah and like there's been times just based off the first three episodes that Gwen was like trying to get people to um, go with Blake or like not go with Blake. And, and, um, just because, you know, like they're married and like, well, I like, she's like trying to get a country singer versus, you know, um, like Camilla or something. And, um, she, she's like, well, I don't do country, but I'm married to somebody who, who does country. And (laughs) that's kind of the, the play thing that, playful thing that they're doing this season is incorporating their marriage into it got it so yeah so those are kind of like the reality tv um i guess like a one more a couple um more like pop culture things i guess um that have been going on um this week that i heard about was that uh robbie coltrane who played hagrid in harry potter he passed away at the age of 72. Oh, um, I saw that. That's sad. Very sad. Yes. And he's not the first person, obviously, from Harry Potter to pass away. We had Dumbledore pass away. Um, they're the person who played him in the first two, two uh, movies. And that's why there was a different actor that played him going forward. Um, we've had um, Alan Rigman, who played Snape, pass away. So couple big Harry Potter people but Hagrid is one of the the biggest most well-known people um of the of the series so yeah that that I was reading something about when I read he died and he had a nice quote like you know Harry Potter's gonna live on after me people are gonna be watching it 50 years from now so I thought that was nice yeah, he said that in the in the Harry Potter tribute on the HBO Max special that they had. If you haven't watched that, I definitely recommend it. It's really good. Okay, no, I haven't. Um, yeah, that came out like a year ago-ish, like a year and a half maybe. But I don't know if it's still on there. I'm guessing it is. But yeah, definitely check that out. It's super good if you like Harry Potter. Um, and now you have access to HBO Max shout out Swaz, so you can watch stuff like that i feel so guilty the only thing i watched was love island <laughs> f boy island oh yeah f boy island sorry yes that's the only thing i watched that's okay i mean you have access and you can watch more if you want and, you know i know he told you guys that so that's cool yeah that was nice of him and then the other thing that really happened this week in pop culture um news is that blink 182 um, announced that they are getting back together with their original um, band member Tom DeLonge. They are releasing a new album. They um, set out new tour dates. They're doing a worldwide tour and they released a new single that came out um, just a couple days ago. 
called Edging. And so Blink-182 is back together and making new music. And um, yeah, that's exciting. I'm like, I was very surprised that Tom got back together with them because I know it's been very contentious kind of over yeah. the years and he's kind of been doing his own thing. He's very into like UFOs and conspiracy theories and stuff like that. But I think maybe Mark getting sick and having cancer probably brought them back together again. It is actually, I know that um, Tom DeLong actually put out a statement that it was to Matt, the person who took over for the last um, two albums of Blink-182 in Tom DeLong's place. And he said, hi, Matt, Tom DeLong here. I wanted to take a minute and say thank you for all that you have done to keep the band alive and thriving in my absence. I think you are enormously talented. I still love to, to listen to your band to this day. You have always been so kind to me not only in the press, but also to others. I really noticed emotions between the three of us in Blink have always been complicated, but Mark's cancer really put things in perspective. But to be honest, the band would not even be here today if it were not for your ability to jump in and save the day. So from my heart to yours, thank you for being a member of our band. Yeah, and he's uh, he's pretty famous too. Cause he was in, um, another band. What is it? Alkaline Trio or something like that. I, I don't know their music that well, but I know he's like, I know his name and I know, I know of his band and everything. So that's nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit about what I've seen in the pop culture, reality TV news stuff that I'm personally interested in. Um, how about you, Michelle? Is there anything else that like you saw, you want to talk about, um, what in reality TV news and pop culture news interested you this week? Okay, I am severely interested in BravoCon. I saw so many people, like my whole Twitter feed is BravoCon, my whole Instagram is BravoCon, and it's in New York City. I could have gone to this, but I just was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't, I don't think I would be interested in going to this. I love Bravo. I love the Housewives, but I'm like, I don't need to meet. I don't really feel the desire to meet them. I don't feel like this desire to uh, see them speak live. Like I, I could live without that. But now I'm watching everyone's clips and I'm seeing that there's like merchandise stands with Housewives products and uh, <laughs> everyone's like drinking like Bravo cocktails and there you can go to a live watch what happens taping. And like, there's all these viral moments coming out of it. And it just looks like it's so fun. And I literally want to go next year now. Well, and that's, that's cool for you too, that it's so close to you that you can go. Exactly. I want to go. So I was talking to one of my friends and I'm like, all right, we're going to try to go to this next year. Cause I, I'm sold. It looks really fun. And a big plus for me is it looks like they start like at nine o'clock in the morning every day. I love a day event. So that's perfect. <laughs> that's cool. That's awesome. That I, yeah, there was like so and I love like I've been like watching video clips reading headlines there's like so much that's come out I gotta say Bravo is just like marketing geniuses for these shows like they're really smart about the way they do things once they get a hit it's like here's the spinoffs that come out of this hit. like Blow Deck has four five six seven different iterations now and it's like the biggest show on the network um Vanderpump Rules came out of Housewives of Beverly Hills now they're doing a Southern Charm spinoff like they really know how to like market the shows and then make making all these viral moments makes people want to watch the show so it's really I thought I think it was like a really cool event I don't know I did see some comparisons to Firefest. I guess I guess there was like 
uh, Housewives of Beverly Hills panel where people stampeded to get in. And I know some people say like they had tickets or they waited in line to meet a specific housewife and they never showed up. So there's like, I think glitches here and there, but overall I'm very intrigued and I think I want to try to go next year. I, it surprises me that you would think that this is something that you wouldn't want to go to just because I know how much you love Bravo and just like, I don't know. I mean, like the challenge mania events and stuff that you go to. I mean, I know a lot of that is, is hanging out with your friends, but also, I mean, it just, it surprises me that you would think that the, it, I don't know. I would think that you would have already thought that that would be something for you. Cause I would think that. I don't know. I don't know why it's different. I think the challenge is so connected to my childhood and growing up. And like, I've watched these people for 20 years, some of them. So I feel like really connected to them. So I like to meet them and I like to tell them, Hey, I love when you did this. This was so cool. What a great moment that was. But with Bravo, it's like, I think I watch it more passively. It's kind of like, background clear my head news so I'm not like a super fan of everyone anyone that I'm like oh my god I need to meet this person it's gonna be a mate I don't know it's more like um I watch it as a whole versus like kind of becoming a fan of one or two people yeah I can see that okay that makes that makes more sense but I still think that it's something that you should definitely go to next year because um yeah it's sounds like it's kind of right up your alley and I too have I don't really watch Bravo shows so it's not the only thing on my timeline but I've also gotten a ton of things on my timeline about um people who are there and seem to be having a great time yeah and Melissa from um Real World New Orleans went too I'm like wow that would have been so cool if I saw she like went as a fan of mm-hmm. Bravo oh, wow that's cool <laughs> yeah it looks like it, it, I mean listen I saw I did see people complaining whatever but you're gonna have that at any event of this size you can't make everyone happy you know something's gonna go wrong here and there but overall it looks like it was fairly well done so I don't know cool well I hope that you get to experience that next year then that's awesome <laughs> we'll we'll see like maybe you know Brett will be older so I can ditch him for the day to go meet people from Bravo and I can't won't have to feel too bad about it um yeah what else? So what else? So the only other thing I saw that actually made me really sad was, um, and it's actually somewhat Bravo adjacent, but American Idol runner up from season 19, Willie Spence, um, got in a car accident and passed away. He also was on Vanderpump Rules once singing the national anthem, oh. um, which was like kind of a weird connection. I think he did it. I was trying, I honestly couldn't remember when he did it, but I think it was when they did like this pickleball tournament and they tried to make it really official. So I think they brought him in to like sing the national anthem for the pickleball tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was so, I, I mean, I don't really watch the same thing with the boys. I don't really watch American Idol like that, but I will tune in and out here and there. Mm-hmm. And I did watch parts of his season. I know who he is. And he seemed like such a sweet guy. And he was beyond just so talented so that made me really sad to see that is sad American Idol is never a show that I really got into but anytime somebody um dies tragically like that it's 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 really sad he and he was a big fan favorite oh he like people loved him I'm surprised he didn't win he was a big fan favorite Mm -hmm, that's too bad oh well that's that's so sad well I'm so sorry to hear that I know. Sorry to end the news on a bummer, but 
That's okay. I mean, sometimes- I just want to mention it because like he not only was on American Idol, he was on Vanderpump Rules, and he like he like there's a lot of American Idol contestants over the last several years, but he actually is one that really did stand out to me as being extraordinarily talented. So a little bit of a heartbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. And I I guess like connecting that with what we were talking about earlier with the voice, I think one of the reasons why um, people in American Idol did so well early on is because it like how you said people in the voice, like don't really get that famous. I think it's because early on American Idol was the only show of its kind. And now we have American Idol, we have The Voice, we have America's Got Got Talent, we have all these different um, competition shows. So I think that because the market is kind of so saturated, that's one of the reasons why people just don't get as famous as they used to. But I do still think that it is a good stepping stone into what they love to do totally and it's like you know when kelly clarkson won american idol it was such like oh amazing story the small town girl won the show and how talented she was and no one would have ever found her if it wasn't for the show so it was such like an amazing story and now it's like how many times can we relive the story you know it's Mm -hmm. it kind of takes away from it when there's four different shows doing almost the same thing pumping out two seasons a year it's a lot right yeah well yeah and like like I said with that um Blake Shelton being on the voice that it has been on the air for 12 years and they've had 22 seasons like that's it's a lot it really is (laughs) yeah I can't Uh, keep up with it so in a kind of a more positive spin is there anything that um happened to you this week in your life that you'd like to share So this week, oh my gosh, I feel like I've been so just slammed with everything between work, um, taking care of the baby. And then now my husband's going back to work in two weeks and I don't have childcare because the person we thought we were going to have ended up staying with the family she's with right now. Oh no. So we're interviewing nannies. I am trolling the internet for nannies. I am on facebookcare.com, Sitter City, Nanny Lane, trolling the internet for anyone (laughs) who may want to be our nanny. I have reached out to the neighbors. I have reached out everywhere, but I finally have like two good leads. I'm a girl we met this week. Oh, she's just lovely. Amazing. So she would be great. And then I'm meeting someone else Wednesday. So hopefully I can lock down one of those two people and it will be a huge weight lifted off my shoulder. Now, I am considering daycare as well because I'm in such a bind, Um, but all the daycares are full. It's just nuts. The one daycare that's open near me, I'm reading reviews. I almost fell out of my chair. One of the reviews says like the daycare owner has a pet duck that she lets roam around the daycare and just poop all over everything. And then whenever the state comes in to inspect, she hides the duck like in a closet. I'm like, you cannot... You cannot make this up. I cannot send my son to get bitten by a duck at daycare. I was very stressed out this week and getting very desperate, but hopefully I am crossing my fingers. One of these two people that I have this week works. I am crossing my fingers for you. I, I really hope that that works out for you, but you still have two weeks. So it's not like there's no time left. I know that that seems like a short amount of time, but also like it is enough time. Okay. Well, thank I appreciate it. <laughs> I need those good, that good, that positive mentality. Cause I was, I was getting a little bit like very worried. 
Actually, Christina, when I get worried, I have vid- very vivid dreams and you were in my dream last night. Um, oh, yeah. I was at a work event and we went to New York City to see a Christmas concert and they like filed us in and my boss like went in one row and I was like, I'm not going to sit with my boss. I see him every day. I'm going to sit with Christina. So before the Christmas concert, there was a guy hosting trivia. And I don't remember what the trivia was about, but you kept raising your hand and you kept getting all the trivia questions right. And everyone got mad at you, Christina, in my dream. <laughs> sounds, sounds about right. <laughs> That's but funny. I just want to let you know you won trivia in my dream last night. That's funny. That's really funny. Well, um, I'm glad. I'm- I think it's because I was like thinking, oh, we have the podcast today. Yeah. And I have all this work I have to do. <laughs> and I, like it all, like when I'm stressed out, it just all combines in my brain and I have the craziest dreams. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Dreaming is crazy. I, yeah. Yeah. That's so funny though. Um, okay. So for me this week, I had a couple exciting things happen recently. Um, so with the Blink-182 news coming out, um, me and Brent actually got tickets to the show in Nashville next summer. So we're planning on going to that. Um, How far is that from you? It's like 11 and a half hours. Was that the closest one or you just wanted to go to Nashville? Um, no. So it's also in Chicago and it was also in Denver. Um, but we kind of had it narrowed down to four Chicago, Denver, um, San Diego or Nashville, but his dad lives in Nashville. So even if, um, it is farther, like we have a place to stay there. So, yeah. And he hasn't, he hasn't seen his dad in over a year. So, um, Oh, that will be really a good trip then. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess like he has like two half brothers that live down there with his dad and they were like asking like why Brett hasn't come this year. So we're for sure going to be going there next year. And um, yeah, so that was like part of it. But also um, what part of the reason why we didn't choose Chicago is because the Chicago show is like the day is May 6th and I work at a Mexican restaurant. So um, going out of town over Cinco de Mayo is like (laughs) not not ideal to because that's like literally our busiest week of the entire year it's our busiest day and then it's always like back to back with Mother's Day and that's like our second busiest day of the year and so it's like it's a really crazy week at work so that would not be ideal for me to be gone then at all and then um the Denver show is on July 3rd so just like logistically thinking about pricing and how much hotels will be and stuff over the 4th of July. Um, we could have done that, but it just makes way more sense to go see his dad in Nashville. So that's what we're going to do. Got tickets to the Nashville show and we got pit tickets. So it should be, Oh, you're going to have so much fun Crazy time. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking now because I, I dropped the ball on this. I know tickets already went on sale. I'm looking to see if they're coming. They're not coming to New Jersey. They're coming to New York. Actually, tickets go on sale on Monday, but it was, oh. we got in on pre-sale. Oh, okay. Well, they're going to be in New York, not even Connecticut. Mm. No New Jersey. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. I know. I went to their, I went to their last tour. I really enjoyed it. So I, w- I would go again. Oh, but... did you? Interesting. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I know like Tracy, do you know Tracy? Um, yes. She was at BravoCon. Yes. Yeah. She was at, yes. She was at BravoCon. She also ha- got tickets to like six different Blink shows. That's awesome. But, yeah. But she's going to Nashville. So I'm super excited to be able to meet her in person um, too over during that. So yeah. That'll be fun. And then last night, um, the Padres be the Dodgers in the series to get to the um, the National League Championship. So that was unexpected. Like literally, the Padres were expected to lose to the Mets, and they were definitely expected to lose to the Dodgers. Um, but they lost the first game and then they won the last three so they aren't even going to game five they won the series and they move on to play um the phillies in the national league championship so that's cool that i i don't know i mean like last night brent like after the game he like looks at me and he's like i can't believe that this is your first season watching <laughs> and then i think they could beat the phillies too my husband was saying we we're watching yeah. the yankees game last night and my husband was telling me how much the phillies suck so yeah, so that's yeah. Brent said that um, the Padres are a better team than the Phillies, but when the Padres played the Phillies during the regular season, the Phillies did win the series. So hmm. well, we'll see. Anything can happen. There's a lot of magic in postseason, so anything can happen. I mean, I, I watched the Yankees game last night, and there's the devastating the ending. They lost in the bottom of the night. It was awful. I, and I knew it was going to happen too. I, I like, I, I'm like, this is not going well. Nope. This is not going to go well. <laughs> I honestly, like, I absolutely expect the Yankees to make it to the world series They're by far the best team in baseball this year, but anything can happen in the playoffs. And I think that it would be absolutely bonkers if neither the Dodgers or the Yankees made it. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, we'll see what the happens. Are, the, the Dodgers are already out. So it has to be the Yankees. Yeah. And then the other game yesterday was the 18 inning game. Oh my God. That was um, the Astros and the Mariners. Oh my, I can't imagine watching that game that long. No way. No, I would have moved on and been doing other things by then. Actually last night during the game was when I made the spreadsheets for, (laughs) for the uh, fantasy fantasy leagues. Yeah. 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 I know. I was like finishing them. I'm like, I'm sure Michelle and Abby love that they're getting these emails at like midnight. Like, oh, I didn't even see it. I was knocked out. Please. I was, <laughs> I was done. So I didn't even see it till this morning. Well, that's good. Well, um, I guess that's kind of my news. What happened to me this week? It's been kind of an exciting week, especially considering I've worked a lot of overtime this week. I have to work again tonight. Um, just have a couple other managers out of town right now. And so, um, honestly, it kind of comes at a good time because I just, bought expensive blink 182 tickets so yeah well i see that's what i like when you like are working extra hard and then you can get something for yourself you feel a little bit better about it right exactly so yeah it's i'm i'm definitely very very happy with everything that's going on in my life right now it's been a great week and i wasn't going to bring this up but i'm excited for next week um because taylor swift comes out with a new album that i've been counting down for and i've secretly been a little, um, I don't know, just a little butthurt, I guess I'll say, just because um, Blink-182 came out with their new stuff and and Brent is like the biggest Blink-182 fan ever. I mean, that I actually, you know, I mean. Really? (laughs) Tracy is like actually probably the biggest Blink-182 fan that I know, but Brent is very (laughs) 
behind her. I don't know her, but I feel like I would get along with her from the fact that she likes Blink-182. She went to BravoCon. She likes the challenge. I know she loves Kahara. I'm like, I feel like I would get along with her very well. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's great. I, I, and I, we were like secret Santas for each other one year and she's, yeah, in the, in the challenge mania thing. And yeah, she's great. I really liked, I really like Tracy a lot, but, um, I don't know where I was going with that. You were saying you were feeling butthurt. Oh, Something about yes. Okay, because Brent got his new Blink-182 music um, with within like a couple days of it being announced. And I've been waiting for Taylor Swift music for, <laughs> for like a month now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I thought I thought it maybe already came out because I feel like I've seen the, the album. I don't know if that's the album cover, but the promo yeah. image yeah. that they've been for a while now. Well, there's four album covers, but I, I won't get into that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I won't get into that. I will, I'll, I'll get into that after I, I listen to the album, but we'll wait on that until um, next week. <laughs> if it's good, I'll listen to it. I, I do like Taylor. It's, um, I just, like, she put out so, like, I feel like during the pandemic, she put out so much music that I'm so yeah. behind. So maybe I'll restart with this album. Yeah. So she put out Lover, and then she put out um, two more albums during the pandemic, you're right. Um, but lover was the last one that was like really like hyped up kind of reputation was the last one where she did like a worldwide tour. And so, um, this, it hasn't been announced, but you know, the Swifties are, are like the, the challenge Reddit people, you know, and, um, there, there are, are rumors and things about things that are going on there. Um, actually one of the most interesting pieces of pop culture news that I read this week was that to me was that somebody on Reddit was posting these, these emails from her work about how their work rents out Falcon stadium every year for this like huge, like work event or whatever. And, um, they, they got bumped by Taylor this year. Cause she wanted to be there that day. Oh, Wow. So she's, she's doing another stadium tour and I'm super excited for it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's kind of what's going on in my life. What's going on in reality TV world. What's going on with what we're watching, pop culture news, all of that. Is there anything else that you'd like to add, Michelle? Uh, no, I, I think we got through a lot here. So this I is know. good. I feel like this was kind of a long episode, but I think it's a really good one. So I hope everybody enjoyed uh enjoys listening to it as much as we enjoyed recording it um thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon